and welcome to another episode of Round the Kettle. Hello, welcome to another episode of Round the Kettle, which you've already heard because I forget my intro every time, as if I've done this a million times. I haven't. I am having a bit of a time recording this podcast, and a different Mia would say it's obviously not worth it today, but today is a day I'm insured a quiet house for the first time in well over a week. I have a quiet house. So I'm going to record this podcast. It's going to be great fun. We're going to be talking about boundaries today, which we're going to have fun with that one. But first, an update from our last podcast. We, I had talked about how we were supposed to get an epic snowstorm. And boy, did we get an epic snowstorm. We got... I would say anywhere, us personally, walk out my front door, there was three feet of snow right off my porch. It was about the same height as my porch. Drifts, I would say we were in the five to six feet of snow in the drift range. Um, So that was, wow. It was a lot of snow in a short period of time. We got that in about 36 hours. And it, it was wild. I have never experienced that, uh, honestly, to this extent. So it was exciting. It was wild. I just kept looking out the window going, oh my gosh, this is incredible. Um, we had fun-ish digging ourselves out of the snow. I would say we shoveled the driveway by the time it was all said and done because I think it snowed for right around 48 hours. And by the time it was all said and done, I would say we probably shoveled four to five times. Um, And the kids got out there and they shoveled too. So that was great. But it was, it was a time. Um, We went three days without the ability to leave our home because they could not uh, plow the roads in our neighborhood because it was just coming down that wet, that fast. They couldn't do anything about it. And um, so it started snowing Thursday night and we were not able to leave our home until Monday morning when we had a single lane plowed down the middle of our street and never have we would never have we been happier because I'm not even kidding to go anywhere we took the kids to the playground at one point because who doesn't want to go to the playground when it's like buckets of snow so you go sliding down a slide straight into a snow pile like that is it was a lot of fun who's swinging oh my gosh you jump off and you jump right into safe soft snow um but just to walk down the road to the playground you basically were huffing it through you know three feet of snow so the the single lane was great um and then later that day into the next day we got two lanes and at this point um we're a week 
well, you know, again, a week over it being done and everything's back to normal. The snow is, you know, slowly starting to melt. We've reached peak brown snow, you know, when they, when they plow the roads and they come with the bulldozers and the, um, the little caterpillars down the sidewalks and they eat up your grass and your dirt and then they shove it all together and it's brown disturbing that's where we're at in our you know recovery from our great snowstorm to start the winter season that was our first snowfall so um not bad to have you know three feet of snow on your first snowfall but overall we had a blast with it we went sledding on thanksgiving down the sled hill um that's right near our house we got really lucky in that um there was a good combination of like untouched snow so you get like that good sled experience and then from the top of the hill and then at the bottom of the hill it um had obviously been touched and trampled so you get some of those bumps and you feel like you're kind of on a roller coaster bumping around it was great a lot of fun a uh, couple of hard crashes there but everybody's good um and it was just a good time we haven't had snow like this in well over a year since since we moved here and that was all we we heard about from where we moved to is is the snow and we haven't uh really experienced that yet so this was this was fun we had a good time with it and um yeah my kids were out of school for well over a week. It was great. Uh, parent-teacher conferences were virtual. A little bit of a flashback there. I didn't, wasn't prepared for that part, but uh, otherwise we had a great time. We had a great Thanksgiving. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope that if you shopped um, the shopping weekend of the year, uh, that you got some good deals. I personally did not. I have not shopped Black Friday, Cyber Monday, in years. I purchased one thing this year um, for my kids' presents just because it was on a great deal. Um, and they're getting a couple of high dollar items this year. So I was like, if something goes on an epic deal, I'm going to get it. Um, however, I, I have not shopped Black Friday and Cyber Monday. There's something about it that just does it just feels all sorts of weird because I, I get that it's necessary and that it's good for some people and they, they do um have some good deals however I just feel like it's turned into this like you need this and you need it now and you you have to buy it right now you will never be able to buy it again but right now and um that just feels really weird to me um, and I don't like it. I also don't like that my inbox gets flooded. I swear I had 400 plus emails, mostly from the same few companies. Kind of bothers me in that sense too. Um, but I hope if you did it, you got some great deals, saved some money. And um, yeah, so um <clears throat> what I want to talk about this weekend is um, boundaries because, um, and I'll have my blog post linked um, in the show notes or wherever it comes up uh, that I wrote for this past week about it because um, I kind of had a rude, I don't want to say awakening, but reminder that, um, you know, you set boundaries. 
sometimes they're not respected. Sometimes people don't care. Sometimes, um, sometimes people think that what they need to share or say is more important than your boundaries. Um, and then I was also reminded that I set my boundaries for myself and I set my boundaries, you know, based on my own mental health, my history, my own triggers, and, um, that not all of my boundaries you know, once pushed need to result in a black and white hard pass. I will never speak to you. You are no longer in our life's response. Um, and that's kind of what I want to touch on a little bit in that, um, I feel like a lot of the posts, you know, that we hear about this time of year, because let's be real, the conversation around boundaries, um, really hikes and increases around this time of year because this time of year we all see family, we're around family, we're vacationing to family or we're not. Um, and I feel like a lot of posts really make boundaries into this black and white ideal because that's really realistically at the end of the day we all just want a black and white response when we're dealing with things that upset us when we're dealing with things that you know are maybe hard to explain when we're dealing with things that involve history and trauma um we all want that black and white right we don't want to see gray we want to see we have been you know put in this place and we want justice. I don't know. I hope you understand what I'm saying. We we want it to be black and white, but it's not. Um, very rarely in this life and this world are we able to clearly say this is black and white. Maybe not rarely, but I feel like much more rare than, than we would probably want to. Um, and so I wish... When we're talking about boundaries, I wish that we could recognize, you know, and it's hard to do in a, in a social media post or in a 10 second reel or, you know, a, a cute little graphic that boundaries are inherently personal. They're different. They vary not only person to person relationship to relationship, but they can even vary instance to instance. And not every instance requires a black and white, I will never speak to you. Now, if somebody continues to push your boundaries, if somebody continues to um, do things that are unacceptable and, you know, disrespect you, that's a completely different story. But if we're just talking about, you know, a boundary that you've placed um, that, you know, how do I say? Like, I, I'm trying to be vague in a sense because I don't, personal opinion, I don't want to put all my, you know, junk out there. Um, but I have boundaries that you know, I will reaffirm. I will say, I don't feel comfortable with this. I would rather you not talk about this. This is something I'm not okay with. But those boundaries are also not like, 
you know, you, people either may not know about them and in which case that's understand. Like, I'm not going to cut you off because you don't know my own personal boundary from my own trigger. Like if I have not told you that, like, how are you supposed to know? Um, but also there are familial relationships that have, you know, dynamics where I have placed boundaries for myself, um, my own mental health based on my own triggers and, you know, that are, that are inherent to me that are not inherent to other members of my family. And I don't quite know how to word where I'm going with this, but, um, I guess ultimately what I'm saying is I approach boundaries in a very case by case, situation by situation way. I have boundaries. I have hard line boundaries. And then I have boundaries of, I'll remove myself when this boundary is approached, when this boundary comes up, when this boundary, you know, is when we're dancing around, ooh, hello, when we're dancing around, you know, these issues. But it's it's not a hard line boundary where I say, absolutely not, goodbye, good night, the end, peace out. Does that make sense? I don't know if that makes any sense. Um, but in having these two different, you know, sets of boundaries, it makes it so that I can still have, um, I, or my family can still have relationships. Um, and we still have the ability to communicate with people that, that maybe, you know, if, if all of my boundaries were just like these hard and fast rules of my life, like we would cut them out. And that's not me. That's not who I want to be. Um, so yeah, I don't really know where I'm going with this. I keep hitting my mic. Oh my gosh. Um, but I really just wanted to kind of give a different look at how I handle boundaries. And I'm saying this as someone who has had toxic relationships, who has had a traumatic past, a traumatic childhood, traumatic adolescence, who has had to learn a whole hell of a lot about myself, about my triggers, about what works and doesn't work for me, um, just in general relationships, not even anything specific, and then how to have specific relationships with specific people and, and how to make that work and how to evolve those relationships. If, if I want to still have them, if I don't, how to continuously, you know, look at different areas so yeah, I wanted to kind of provide a different outlook because I feel like we're about to be inundated with if they don't respect this boundary, you know, and, and it doesn't have to be like that. Of course, it can be like that if you want it to be like that, but it doesn't have to be like that. And I just wanted to paint a different picture of that uh, for what it's worth. I just wanted to put something different out in the world. My blog post is actually surprisingly more eloquent than this podcast is. Um, maybe I should just stick to blogging. I don't know, but I have some exciting things planned for the podcast. So I want to give it a good old real go, you know, here. Um, so with all of that, let's, let's like move on from the boundaries chat because oi, that was only like 10 minutes and oi. This year, as we head into the holiday season, I, Honestly, I'm probably the most excited to just see the excitement on my children's face. It's really, 
this is going to sound so cliche, but it's so magical. I'm not looking forward to all the whining and the fighting and the complaints leading up to Christmas and the I want this and the I want that and the blah, 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 blah. But we pulled, so we pulled out, um, some of our winter Christmas and Hanukkah decor and just the excitement that they display over just that. We haven't even done anything else. Um, I mean, they've made their holiday lists, obviously, and we've settled on on gifts and whatnot. Me and my husband have settled on gifts. The kids have no idea what they're getting, which is great. Um, but just to see the excitement, um, you know, when I turn on the little Nutcracker factory at night or the little winter village we have, it's, it's just so special and meaningful. And like I said, it sounds so cliche and ridiculous, but it really just makes everything worth it. It's such a magical thing. You know, I'm an autumn girly. I feel like I should preface this by saying I'm an autumn girly. I will forever be an autumn girly. And then I'm a spring girly after that. I'm a transition. I like those transitional seasons, autumn and spring. But there is something so magical about winter, um, about feeling like you're living in a snow globe, about cozying up and watching a movie or reading a book, um, having that cup of, of hot cocoa or a hot toddy or, you know, whatever you choose to do, maybe some coffee with some bourbon and like whatever, whatever, some Baileys. Um, we just got a really good creamy um, bourbon and we put it in um, our coffee and our root beer, and it is so good. Um, but there, there is something truly magical about winter, um, and be prepared because that's how I approach most of my life, as you'll hear in further episodes. I'm all about creating the magic out of nothing, out of little moments, and there is something very magical about this time of year, and to see it through my kids' eyes it really does, you know, make all the aggravation of having to sort through the entire under the stairs closet to pull out the two boxes of Christmas and Hanukkah decor and then the one box from the front closet under all the jackets. Like, it makes it all worth it to watch them light up with excitement um, and not fight for five minutes because they're staring at these little bits of decoration that are simple little things but make their whole world bright. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Once again, the magic of the season, kind of returning, finding out new ways that we can make the season magical again, reliving old traditions, uh, et cetera, et cetera. It's, it's just it's so, it's so special. The magic, the magic. It's all about the magic, you know. Um, I've got the magic in me. And that's really all I've got this week, to be honest with you. Um not too much. I, I, we did watch some content, but I want to kind of save it for one big content episode, you know, where I can discuss all kind of like what we did last time where I just discuss all the content things, all of the, you know, TV shows and movies and thoughts and opinions I have all at once. Um, so I'm going to save all that, but there's been some good stuff, um, with that. Um, and then my, podcast that's going to be going with um, a project that I'm working on is going to be starting. We're going to be talking about um, Jewish literature. So if that's something you're interested in, that'll be popping up um, here and there 
as well. So that's really all I've got today. It's a little bit of a shorter episode, but I don't really have much else going on. Um, I'm off to go clean my living room. Um, our house has been lived in for a week by a lot of, you know, multiple people. We've all been home, so I need to go clean to make the magic. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So I hope you have a wonderful day and I will talk to you next time.